to be able to enter the world in a balanced way most of the time. It's not possible probably all the time, but most of the time to know what that feels like, to know what it feels like to feel at home in you. Hmm. Yeah, that's important. Hi, I'm Biz Kush a life coach and therapist, and your host here on the Awaken Your Wise Woman podcast. We're talking to women all over the world who found their way back to themselves, to their inner knowing, to their intuition, to their wisest self. We're exploring how to feel alive, authentic, engaged, and fully present in your life. Let's awaken your wise woman. Welcome back to the Awaken Your Wise Woman podcast. I'm your host, Biz Cush, and there's parts of me that want to call myself the hostess, but hey, <laughs> we will let that go. I'm your host, Biz Cush, and I'm excited to uh, have you here with me on this journey. And I'm really excited about the podcast and its evolution. And as it's shifting from woman warriors or has shifted from woman warriors to awaken your wise woman. And part of that process of awakening my own wise woman has been working with my parts, all of the parts that have shown up through this journey of creating a business and doing the work that I needed to do around my own trauma and I know a few episodes ago, episode two and episode three, we talked with Michelle Richardson about IFS and parts work and our inner critical part. And we talked with Carrie Nola about the shadow parts and doing shadow work and getting to know the shadow side of ourselves and how important that is in our healing and our growth and being okay with who we are, all the things, all the parts. And I have not shared here, but I've shared through blog posts and on social media that I've been participating in the level one training for IFS, internal family systems, which is all about working with our parts and learning how to tap into our self energy so that we can work with our parts in a kind, compassionate, curious, creative, collaborative way. And I completed module two in September and go for the final third module in November. It's pretty intensive four-day trainings. And my home group and the people that I have met and have been working with throughout this training are just amazing in their dedication to this model, but also to meeting all of us and showing up in, in their self energy so that we can do some hard work some of the time. So we've been practicing, I've been learning, 
it's been a very experiential training, which has been really great. Really, really great. But interestingly, of course, as with anything new and we're stepping into a new environment or doing something that's a little bit out of our comfort zone, parts show up that maybe we weren't aware of or that are just more activated than usual. And for me, I was so surprised that I, I guess I've known this part was there, but really seeing it as a part gave me a better perspective on this part of me that wants to sort of be the best in the training, kind of like the perfect student or the perfect participant, the perfect, I don't know, trainee. And along with that part comes a very competitive, almost judgmental side of me, part of me that at times felt confusing, but also brought up some shame for me that like, how could I come into this training to do parts work with clients when there was this part that wanted to judge others in the training for their lack of knowledge or their lack of skill at the model. And we're all truly entering this from the same place. I mean, we're all learning and it's a level one training. And so we're all new to this. And I think the amazing thing about the work is that I was able to share that. I was able to share with my group that we were divided into smaller home groups because the training is about 40 people. So my home group is five other women with two assistants to help us kind of guide us and be there and support us. But I was able to share in my home group about this part that wanted to get it all right and to how much shame I held around that. And it was pretty powerful, pretty powerful to see this part in a much more compassionate light and to do a little exploration on my own about when it showed up and how it helped in the past. You know, I mean, I went back to school as an adult and that was hard because I think I had some shame around not finishing college in my 20s. And I think this part just wanted to prove that I was smart enough. And there have been times in my life that I struggled with feeling good enough academically. I judged myself and felt judged around not being very smart. And so I think this part went into overdrive to overcompensate for my because I felt less competent or less, just less than, I guess. And so I think back then it went into overdrive to just prove to myself and to prove to my professors that I was worthy of being there, that I knew enough, that I was smart enough. But interestingly, so showing up around this training was confusing because these are we're, we're peers and we're all coming into this new model of learning how to work with parts with our clients and with ourselves from a, a pretty 
ground level, basic knowledge, awareness of what the model's all about. So if I were to have looked at it logically using my brain and not my heart, I would have said, yeah, you know, we're all at the same place. I don't need to prove myself to show that I'm better than anybody else. And yet this part showed up and it was interesting to notice. And I was glad that I was able to address that in the moment with my peers. And they were also compassionate and kind and receiving and non-judgmental about that part, which really helped. And doing parts work with my own therapist has really opened up some doors for me. It's really eased my inner critic because I've been able to see that critical part of me in a kinder, more, more compassionate light. It has helped my self-compassion practice because if I can see all of my parts with a curious eye versus a critical eye, it helps me be more compassionate all the time to myself. But also building this sense of self-energy, which they talk about a lot in the IFS training. And it's when we are able to be with ourselves and our parts with kindness, creativity, curiosity, compassion. There's some more C's that go along with that that I'm not remembering, but entering the world both in my work with clients, but with myself in self-energy helps me feel more balanced, helps me feel more at ease, but also helps me work with my parts when they do show up because they're showing up all the time. We can't be in self-energy all the time. It's just not, that is not who we are as humans. And the parts have great, amazing jobs that they do really well. Like my therapist part is really good at what it does. And my business manager part is good at keeping me on track. But I don't want to be a business manager and a therapist all the time. I want to be myself. I want to bring that self-energy into that work as well. Another huge realization for me was the impact of our polarized parts. So the training focused on, in this last module, how polarized parts, so parts that are arguing from opposite sides of whatever the argument is. So for me, if I get anxious on a Sunday night, which I think I've talked about here, sometimes my anxiety peaks on Sunday nights, and when it shows up, there is a part of me that says, this is inevitable. You're just going to be anxious on Sundays. Get used to it. Just be with it. Just try to push it away to the best of your ability. But you know it's going to happen. And then there's another side of me that says, this sucks. I hate this. I don't want the anxiety here. It needs to go away. But those two polar opposites just leave me feeling stuck and unable to fully understand what is driving the anxiety, what parts are being triggered or activated. 
And through understanding those polarized parts by doing work with each of those parts so that I can go a little deeper within myself has helped me manage that Sunday night anxiety in a very different way. So that feeling of stuckness or exhaustion in your life, sometimes that's because there are parts of you that are extremely polarized that are constantly battling back and forth, leaving you with so little energy and so little motivation to move forward. I think the most exciting thing for me with this training is just being able to see a new way to work with clients as well. I think it will be helpful in both my coaching and my therapy work because it is such a non-pathologizing, non-judgmental framework that all of our parts have value. The motto for IFS is all parts welcome. It's just how we work with them and how we heal the wounds beneath some of those activated parts that can help us heal, that can help us move forward and help us learn more about ourselves when we are feeling stuck. So the inner critic, the shadow parts, the exiled parts that have been wounded and have been tucked away and protected by other parts that just want to keep us from feeling that hurt again. And yet they want to be heard too. All those parts are welcome. And when we learn how to work with them, it becomes much easier to see ourselves and all the parts with compassion and care. And a more balanced relationship with ourselves can be the result of the work, which is what we all want, right? To be able to enter the world in a balanced way, most of the time. It's not possible probably all the time, but most of the time to know what that feels like, to know what it feels like to feel at home in you. Hmm. Yeah. That's important. So I'd like to guide you in a meditation that focuses on just being with the sensations that maybe your parts show up with. So oftentimes our parts can initially appear for us or become visible, noticeable is through somatic or body sensations. And so this is just a very introductory level or whatever, introductory meditation to help you be with whatever part might be showing up in this moment. So when you're ready, find a comfortable position, whether it's seated on a chair or a cushion. You could do this lying down if that feels more comfortable, but take a moment to 
settle, to be present, allowing yourself to be here in this moment. And if you need to make some adjustments to be comfortable, allow yourself to do that. And when you're ready, you can close your eyes or if it feels more comfortable, just gazing softly in front of you. And we're just going to take a slow, deep breath in. Filling the lungs and the chest and the belly and exhaling out. Emptying, emptying. Do another long, deep breath like that. Filling your chest, filling your belly. And exhaling it all out. One more deep breath in and exhaling out. And there may be parts of you that show up that say, I don't have time for this, or this feels uncomfortable, or there's too many things on my to-do list, but just noticing those parts, allowing them to be there and bringing yourself back to your body, to this moment, to here, right now. Feeling the weight of gravity as you sit or lay on the floor. Noticing where your body makes contact with whatever surface you are sitting or lying on. And then just tune into whatever physical sensations you might be feeling right now. Are you noticing any tension or discomfort or pleasurable feelings, tingling? or numbness. And just allow your attention to rest there in whatever that physical bodily sensation is. And notice if there is an image or words or color or temperature associated with that sensation.
And as your attention focuses on it, does it shift or change? Does it intensify or soften? If the sensation just disappears or goes away, maybe looking through, scanning your body to see if there's another sensation there that you can focus on. And just being with that part of you for this moment with openness, with curiosity, And if curiosity and openness don't feel possible right now, that's okay too. Just allow that feeling to be there and appreciate that it showed up for you to notice. And has the feeling spread out or thinned out or grown or shrunk while you've been paying attention to it? Are there other parts of you that are chiming in or showing up? saying it's time to move on or do something else, that's okay too. Just notice if those parts show up and maybe just ask them to step aside while you take this time to focus on your body and any sensations that you're feeling there. And now maybe ask that part if it has anything it needs you to know. Ask that sensation. And just take in whatever it has to share. And if it doesn't share anything, that's okay too. Just notice the feelings in your body.
And now take a moment to thank your body and the sensations that showed up and allowed you to focus on them. Just thanking them for allowing you to be present with them today. And if that part of you had anything to share that felt, feels important to go back to, to explore a little deeper, you can do that at any time and maybe let that part know you'll come back and do a little more exploration at another time. And now you can bring your awareness back to your whole body, to the contact points on the surface where you're sitting or lying. Moving your body in a gentle way that feels comfortable to you before you open your eyes or before you focus your gaze. And maybe taking one last deep breath in. Exhaling out. And bringing yourself back to the space where you are. Thank you for participating in that meditation with me. I find that when I bring my awareness, my attention and focus to the parts of me that maybe are feeling tense or numb or uncomfortable, it can ease the discomfort. It can soften, especially if I'm able to just be with it without trying to fix it or judge it or make it different. If I can just be with that feeling, it softens. And sometimes if I'm with it, and just allowing it to be there, it might be that I hear something from that part that I wasn't aware of. Maybe something it's worrying about or something it wants me to be, to notice. And it's all great information. And it's a way to just help you better understand or listen to your body to give the signals from your parts The more we're paying attention, the more we are listening to our parts, to our body, the less we judge, the more open we are to conversation with those parts, the greater self-energy can, the, our self-energy can build and grow and 
calm the parts that are maybe reactive or overreactive. Well, once again, thank you for being here. Thank you for following the podcast. If you want to tune into the episodes that I mentioned at the beginning with Michelle Richardson or Carrie Nola, you can find those at awakenyourwisewoman.com or at Awaken Your Wise Woman on any podcast player that you listen to. You can also follow me through my newsletter and sign up through the website, elizabethcushcoaching.com. Have a wonderful week. Take care of your parts and you, and be gentle with yourself. I'm Biz Cush, and I look forward to connecting with you next time on the Awaken Your Wise Woman podcast. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Wise Woman podcast. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Music by Andy Cush, sound editing by Laura Disler, and show notes by Kathy Cush. If you'd like more information about me, BizCush, and the resources shared today, go to awakenyourwisewoman.com.